Hey there, Grandma. Today, I want to expound on the word God gave me this past Sunday for my family and me. Not only was it for my family, but I guarantee you it's applicable to yours as well. So if you haven't already, grab your Bible, take five minutes and listen to the previous episode, number 16, and meet me on the inside. You will be blessed. Hey there, Grandmas. Did you hear what Nama did last week, Joe? Yes, she opened up Winlow Solutions. I sure did. I launched Winlow Solutions, an insurance agency designed to offer personalized service tailored to your needs. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. So whether you need a final expense policy or coverage for your grandchildren or even retirement planning, I got you covered. With years of client service experience, I'll help you find the perfect coverage at the best price. So why settle for less when you can have exceptional service? Call Window Solutions. Toll free. 833. Window 00. Or toll free. 833-965-6900. Bye. Boom. What's it's Winlow. Hey. What's up? Hey, hey. It's Winlow and it's time for another joke. A joke. Yes. We got Monday, Tuesday, Winlow, Winlow. Thursday, Friday, Winlow, Winlow. Right in the middle, baby, Winlow, Winlow. Come join the Winlow crew, Winlow, Winlow. Right in the middle, baby, Winlow, Winlow. Yeah. It's Wednesday. With another Joe. With another Joe. Why was the car so smelly? They didn't spray it? No, it had too much gas. <laughs> bye, bye. Welcome back, Grandma. It's Nama here. I am solo today. Um, this word that God has given me, it really blessed me. As I went back and and read it, I wanted to expound further on what God gave me Sunday. So if you turn to 1 Kings, the 18th chapter, the 21st verse, this is where it starts. This is the showdown, so to speak, on Mount Carmel. 1 Kings 18, 21, and I'm reading from the, the New Living Translation. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, how much longer will you waver? hobbling between two opinions if the lord is god follow him but if baal is god then follow him but the people were completely silent and the esv says for that last sentence says and the people did not answer him a word that truly blessed me today but the people were completely silent ESV says, and the people did not answer him a word. Sometimes when you do deliver a word of God, it may not be immediately received. You may be a little reluctant to share for fear of what others may say or think. In this text, it says the people were completely silent. They didn't answer him. Perhaps it was because he was telling the truth and they didn't know how to respond. Maybe it could have been they heard him say things before. And they probably wasn't too sure if it was going to come to pass. But in the previous chapter, chapter 17, 
I'm sure the word got out about uh, the widow of Zarephath. She could attest to what the prophet said, to what Elijah said was true. How about the widow's son that Elijah raised from the dead? I'm sure she could attest, surely this is a man of God. Or maybe even Obadiah. He believed him when he sent, sent him back to get King Ahab. He feared for his life, but he still believed the man of God. I really wanted to bring that out today. Because it doesn't matter who you are. Whatever the Lord gives you to say or to do, you must be obedient. And the other part of the word that God had me to deliver, he said, it's time to get your house in order. And I internalized that myself. God placed us in our families for a reason. And I'm thinking, how do I get my house in order? And for me, I took it as continue to be available to God, to be ready to be used by him so that his will becomes your will. It's time people of God, for strict obedience. And the Lord said again, make a decision, get your house in order, and consecrate yourself. Dedicate yourself to service for the Lord. You are to be a living sacrifice, as it says in Romans 12 and 1, holy and acceptable unto God. This is your reasonable service. This is what the Lord is asking for, all of us. I don't take this lightly. We must be obedient to the voice of God. So this is a commandment that God gave me. And I want to reiterate to the body of Christ. This platform that God has given me to remind his people to nurture kingdom kids as Christian grandmas. So today I will take my time and read 40 verses of Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, because it bears repeating, because time is of the essence. God has given us a strict commandment. And I'm going to read Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, in the New Living Translation. This is Moses speaking to the children of Israel. And now, Israel, listen carefully to these decrees and regulations that I am about to teach you. Obey them so that you may live, so you may enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. Do not add to or subtract from these commands I am giving you. Just obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you. You saw for yourself what the Lord did to you at Baal Peor. There the Lord your God destroyed everyone who had worshiped Baal, the God of Peor, verse 4 says, But all of you who were faithful to the Lord your God are still alive today, every one of you. Look, I now teach you these decrees and regulations just as the Lord my God commanded me, so that you may obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Obey them completely, and you will display your wisdom and intelligence among the, the surrounding nations. When they hear all these decrees, they will exclaim, how wise and prudent are the people of this great nation. 
Or what great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord our God is near to us whenever we call on him? And what great nation has decrees and regulations as righteous and fair as this body of instructions that I am giving you today? Verse 9 says, but watch out. Be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. And be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. Never forget the day when you stood before the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, where he told me, summon the people before me, and I will personally instruct them. Then they will learn to fear me as long as they live, and they will teach their children to fear me also. You came near and stood at the foot of the mountain while flames from the mountain shot into the sky. The mountain was shrouded in black clouds and deep darkness, and the Lord spoke to you from the heart of the fire. You heard the sounds of his words, but didn't see his form. There was only a voice. He proclaimed his covenant, the Ten Commandments, which he commanded you to keep and which he wrote on two stone tablets. And it was at that time that the Lord commanded me to teach you his decrees and regulations so you would obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. Verse 15, here's a warning. But be very careful. You did not see the Lord's form on the day he spoke to you from the heart of the fire at Mount Sinai. So do not corrupt yourselves by making an idol in any form whether of a man or a woman, an animal on the ground, a bird in the sky, a small animal that scurries along the ground, or a fish in the deepest sea. Verse 19 says, And when you look up into the sky and see the sun, moon, and the stars, all the forces of heaven, don't be seduced into worshiping them. The Lord your God gave them to all the peoples of the earth. Remember that the Lord rescued you from the iron smelting furnace of Egypt in order to make you his very own people and his special possession, which is what you are today. Verse 21, but the Lord was angry with me because of you. He vowed that I would not cross the Jordan River into the good land the Lord your God has given you as your special possession. You will cross the Jordan to occupy the land, but I will not. Instead, I will die here on the east side of the river. So be careful not to break the covenant the Lord your God has made with you. Do not make idols of any shape or form, for the Lord your God has forbidden this. The Lord your God is a devouring fire. He is a jealous God. Verse 25, in the future, when you have children and grandchildren and have lived in the land a long time, do not corrupt yourselves by making idols of any kind. This is evil in the sight of the Lord your God and will arouse his anger. Today, I call on heaven and earth as witnesses against you. If you break my covenant, you will quickly disappear from the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. You will live there only a short time. Then you will be utterly destroyed. For the Lord will scatter you among the nations where only a few of you will survive. 
There in a foreign land, you will worship idols made from wood and stone, gods that neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there, you will search again for the Lord your God. And if you search for him with all your heart and soul, you will find him. In the distant future, when you are suffering all these things, you will finally return to the Lord your God and listen to what he tells you. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon you or destroy you or forget the solemn covenant he made with your ancestors. Verse 32. Now search all of history from the time God created people on the earth until now and search from one end of the heavens to the other. Has anything as great as this ever been seen or heard before? Has any nation ever heard the voice of God speaking from fire as you did and survived? Has any other God dared to take a nation for himself out of another nation by means of trials, miraculous signs, wonders, war, a strong hand, a powerful arm, and terrifying acts? Yet, that is what the Lord your God did for you in Egypt right before your eyes. He showed you these things so you would know that the Lord is God and there is no other. He let you hear his voice from heaven so he could instruct you. He let you see his great fire here on earth so he could speak to you from it. Because he loved your ancestors, he chose to bless their descendants. And he personally brought you out of Egypt with a great display of power. He drove out nations far greater than you so he could bring you in and give you their land as your special possession as it is today. Verse 39. So remember this and keep it firmly in mind. The Lord is God, both in heaven and on earth, and there is no other. If you obey all the decrees and commands I am giving you today, all will be well with you and your children. I am giving you these instructions so you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord your God is giving you for all time. My God, these are our instructions. These are our instructions. And if no one else Keys to these instructions, I am going to. Now my will. I'm very intentional with the words I speak. I have witnessed so many deaths in the last few months that I dare not waste my words foolishly. These have been friends and acquaintances that have been my age or even younger. I just don't have time to waste. I think about if this were my last episode, what would I want my children and grandchildren to know? What would I say? I will speak of God's goodness. I will be obedient and follow the last set of instructions God gave me. In 2006, 2007, he told me to answer the call to serve. And again, November 6, 2011, answer the call to serve. Serve my people. They are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My passion has always been for people. If I went back 
to my childhood days growing up, my family would tell you about this movie called The Burning Hell that we saw back in the 70s. I don't know whoever the producer was of that movie. It scared the living hell out of me. I'm not going to hell. Neither do I want my people, my family, my friends to go to hell. That's why I'm so passionate when God tells me to do or speak a word, I immediately obey. And I look at the reasons why people are living a defeated life, why people have been overtaken in sin, why they can't see the error of their ways. And I'm compelled to share what God has given me. When my brother passed in 2010, I asked God why. How, God? He didn't give me a reason. That was my brother, my friend, my pastor, someone that I spoke with every day. And he didn't give me a reason. Then in 2013, my eldest brother had a stroke and is bedridden. And then in 2017, of my three brothers, the youngest of the three, he died suddenly, a massive heart attack. We don't know. He was found on his bathroom floor of his apartment. But that led me on a journey because I noticed that my three brothers, they were stricken with premature death and the attempt of premature death. Then I looked at my sisters and myself, of the ones who were married, we all ended in divorce. People of God, this is not just happenstance. This is a negative pattern of behavior. This is a negative pattern on my bloodline. And yes, I can safely say that it was not from God, it is God's desire, His will, for us to prosper and be in good health as our soul prosper. Third John 2. So any negative pattern on our bloodline, it's a curse. And it led me to seek knowledge, to seek more, to find out why there is this curse on my bloodline. I know I am the repair of the breach in my family. Isaiah 58 talks about the repair of the breach. And I will probably get to that later, maybe in a part two. But August of last year, Holy Spirit led me on a fast. A fast from food, absolutely no food for seven days. I got into that point because I, I was seeking God for answers. So in my search to find truth, I was led to start a fast, Saturday, August 20th, 2022. There were several resources that God used for me to decide that I would fast. The first was a YouTube video sermon entitled The Art of War, Protocols to Breaking the Curse with Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery and Minister Kevin Ewing. The second was Unbroken Curses, 
Rebecca Brown, Daniel Yoder. The third and fourth were from Rebecca Brown. He came to set the captives free and prepare for war. And then finally, Spirit of Shianda, Behind the Cloak of Curses, by the author Chris Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S. I'll leave all of the references in the show notes. But I went on this journey to find out why there were curses on my bloodline. I saw it, and perhaps you see it in your family too, that my brothers were stricken with death or near death, and my sisters and myself, that our marriages ended in divorce. Those are negative patterns. And then most of my sisters and cousins and aunts have had fibroid tumors. But what I found out, and I have it in my journal, while I was on my fast, August 20th, I called my oldest living aunt on my mom's side, and she confirmed that my grandmother was an Eastern star in the OES, and her mother died of cancer. There have been several members on my mom's side of the family that died of cancer. That was August of last year. And just a few months ago, I found out on my dad's side, my grandfather, my dad's father, was a 33-degree Mason. I was floored, but I understood. There are some unbroken curses, or well, I should say there were some unbroken curses. And when I tell you, since August of last year, The enemy has been coming full force, but he's already defeated. Full force against me, against my voice, against my body, because I have been mandated, I have been mandated to break these evil covenants, tear down these evil altars. Not on my watch. He stops here. I've shared with my children. I've shared with my grandchildren. That's why the Bible teaches us to tell our children and grandchildren they need to know history, the blessings and the curses on both sides of their family. They need to know and be prepared or else they will fall into the same traps. They will repeat the same behaviors. And the book from Rebecca Brown Our children know little to nothing about our family's histories. Some, some of our grandchildren may know some things about our grandparents, but for me to be this age and did not know that my grandfather was a 33-degree Mason, yes, I realize I have lots of family and friends that are members of sororities and fraternities, Freemasons, And I realize what I'm saying may not sit well with them. They may not agree, but I'm not afraid. I'd rather obey God than man. I have been given a mandate from God himself. When he called me, he said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, for they have rejected knowledge. And because they rejected knowledge, he said, I'm going to reject them and their children. 
Let me find that in Hosea 6, 4 and 6. I want to read it to you. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. My God, I don't want the Lord to forget my children and my grandchildren. I don't want him to withhold any good thing. In Exodus 20 and 5, the Bible says, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For the Lord thy God am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. God called those ancestors haters because they bowed down themselves to serve other gods. Will we go to hell because of our ancestors bowing down to other gods? No. But will he hold us responsible for reversing the curse that was placed by our ancestors? Yes. Until now, you can say that you didn't know. But because you're hearing my voice and because you're hearing the word of God spoken to you, you have no excuse. I've been mandated by God himself. I have been mandated by the spirit of God. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison of them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity for me to be obedient. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will reveal all truth to everyone that's listening. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hey there, Winlow crew. Before you leave, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, please support us by leaving a review, subscribing to our channel on Apple Podcasts, and we will personally read every one of them. We also invite you to join our Winlow community at winlowwithnemaandjoe.com. The link is in the show notes. And remember to make this daily affirmation found in Isaiah 54, 13. My children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. We'll meet you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.